The Automotive News Europe podcast is brought to you by Deco, a leading global manufacturer of propulsion products and drive systems for automotive, heavy-duty, and industrial applications since 1905. We provide innovative solutions for all our customers' current and future mobility challenges. Hello and welcome to the Automotive News Europe podcast for September 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at a and Thanks so much for tuning in. The rapid shift to online sales has created a dilemma for automakers and dealers. How do they safely and effectively accept digital payments? One of the companies that wants to help is BlueSnap, a financial technology or fintech firm that has an all-in-one payment platform. Nikita Hyatt, who is BlueSnap's managing director for Europe, says that the automakers and dealers that the company is working with have very different goals, and that can lead to some tension, but she has found that there's a way to turn that tension into a win-win collaboration. Hi, Nikita. Thanks so much for joining us today for the Automotive News Europe podcast. Hey, Doug. Thank you for having me. I'd like to get started today by asking, what is BlueSnap? And how does it see itself fitting within the automotive industry's landscape? The BlueSnap, we are an all-in-one payment platform. Um, and through our platform and all the tools that we have, we help businesses increase sales and reduce their costs through one integration. And what we found we've really been able to help with is automakers and their digital payment requirements. So whether it's selling cars online, either directly or through their dealer network, we can help with their payments. Whether it's split payments, so you buy a car online, part of it goes to the dealer, part of it goes to the automaker, part of it goes to the division selling bespoke wheels, for example, we can help with that. And even things like in-car subscriptions and all this through one integration to BlueSnap's all-in-one platform. Could you please tell us roughly how many brands you're working with in Europe, how many are nearly ready to start using your services, and how much has that changed in the last year? So we work with um, a, a number of brands across the sort of automotive sector, both in Europe and the US. Um, and, and what we've seen in the past year is a big shift in moving online. So what started as initial conversations with car manufacturers or people in the automotive space two years ago or a year ago are now fully formed concepts and live and we, what we've also seen is in recent months, a big flurry of RFPs and inquiries and conversations happening and, and a lot of automakers testing the waters to, exact, to see exactly what they could offer if they were to go digital. But also, um, I guess, more sort of tech focused companies take advantage of things like subscriptions and, and kind of add ons to do with cars um, that they're able to get up and going very quickly because their focus is the tech. What are the biggest trends you're seeing now in the mobile and online payment sector? There are a couple of trends that we're seeing. And I think probably the first one, which is um, which we've seen consistently, but has become much more of an important requirement is, is to make that customer journey as seamless as possible. So it's things like, and this is particularly applicable to mobile, but not just mobile, you know, desktop, 
things like Apple Pay, Google Pay, where you don't want to be doing is you're at the point of purchase as, as, as someone selling something, as someone who's selling a car or selling any product, really. What you don't want is that the, the customer gets picks everything that they want and they get to the payment page and then they've got, oh, I've got to go and get my card. I've got, I've got to go, you know, like a break in that because... I mean, I think, you know, I don't know whether you feel the same, but for me, it's that moment of realisation that I'm about to, you know, I'm about to commit to this. And actually, if I just had Apple Pay on my phone, press it with, press, you know, with one click, then done, sorted, decision made. And, and, uh, and, and so that seamless customer journey, you don't want to break that, break, break that flow is one trend. Um, the other one is um, things which... Uh, which sort of automakers and, and companies we work with are, are starting to have a focus on is is called conversion optimization, which is when whoever wants to spend money can spend money. And this means that you um, it, it's things like intelligent payment routing, card acquiring, all the stuff that happens behind the scenes that make sure that when I want to buy something, that my card will be accepted at your company. Um, and, and there are various factors in this and, 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 and it's quite interesting, but it's quite technical as well. So, um, but it, it, it's like I said, local acquiring, um, and, and tools to do with that, to make sure that those, those transactions go through. Um, and then the, the third, the third, I, I guess, less of a trend, and it's probably the least sexy of all of this is compliance requirements and, and, um, 3D Secure, which is mandatory of payment regulation, um, a regulatory requirement in Europe. So with 3D Secure, everything has to go through that and just making sure that you are fully compliant with all the regulations, which, uh, which, which is obviously essential. What are some of the challenges when it comes to making sure these big level purchases are safe? So as I mentioned earlier, there are a bunch of compliance checks, tests, security measures that all payment providers need to adhere to. And then in addition, we do our own tests and have our own security measures um, to, to ensure the transactions are secure. And, and then in addition to that, from a fraud standpoint, we have a fraud engine built into our platform as well. So one of the leading um, global fraud providers is a company called Count, and we've integrated Count to the Bluestamp platform. So what this means that all transactions, when anyone goes to spend money, every single transaction runs through the count fraud engine and we can tweak the fraud rules depending on the shopper location, the shopper profile. So we've got the security measures, which gives you as a shopper peace of mind. And then we've got the fraud engine on top of that, which gives someone else who's the seller a peace of mind as well. It's incredible. You mentioned something like a fraud engine and you're dealing with companies that sell things with engines in them. And I just wanted to ask, how do you go about making the automakers who are very traditional and not very known for making quick changes comfortable with all of this new technology and all of these new terminologies uh, that you bring to them? How do you go about making them comfortable and feeling like, okay, we can we can make this shift. I think one thing that I have seen, and I think we we do, you know, the 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 team that I work with do very well is 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 listening. You know, when you're listening to an automaker, you understand their requirements, you understand what they're trying to achieve, and working with them to to help them achieve that ultimately. You know, like 
we've done brainstorming sessions where it started off as, okay, we need to be able to sell cars online. And it's ended with conversations about, okay, so, you know, conversational commerce, if you're talking at your car and you want to, want to order, want, want to put something onto an, an add-on, how do we, how, how can we do that when, from a payment standpoint? And, um, and, and, you know, kind of complex splitting of transactions. And, and it's, I think, and I, I think that comes from, um, from, from listening. I mean, you know, I'm, I am not an expert on, on cars. I'm not an expert on the automotive industry. I know about payments and I have some experience working with automakers and, and, and companies in that space. And I can share my experience and my understanding and how, what I do fits in, but I'm never going to tell someone what they should be doing because they know their sector best. We'll continue our conversation with Nikita Hyatt after this message. Deco has been a pioneer in the research, design, manufacture, and distribution of essential propulsion drive systems and aftermarket services for automotive, truck, off-highway, and industrial applications for more than 115 years. Through its expertise in transferring power quietly and efficiently, DACO has emerged as the global leader in providing system solutions for heavy-duty, hybrid, and electric vehicles. DACO designs and manufactures scalable, innovative, efficient, and reliable solutions and delivers premium quality products, namely belt starter generator systems, DACO hybrid modules, and accessory drive components such as belts, decouplers, dampers, tensioners, and more. DACO solutions are driven with a purpose to continuously improve the fuel saving, CO2 reduction, and durability of high and light duty OE vehicles. DACO delivers optimized NVH, noise, vibration, and harshness, and provides lifelong service with exceptional performance as the next standard in the field. DACO's world-class global distribution network services the aftermarket industry with a full offering of kits and products to meet the requirements of each local market. This is accomplished by a dedicated global team of more than 4,000 associates across 42 locations in 21 countries through continuous learning and the desire to act like owners in everything they do. DACO is making products that move the world forward always. To learn more, visit the company's website at www.daco.com. Nikita, can you tell me a little bit about what are some of the most frequent questions you're getting from the automakers when you start this process? What we tend to see is sort of two types of, um, almost two stages that automakers are in. One of them is what is possible. You know, it's those initial conversations where what is possible? What can be done? You know, we kind of want to leverage our dealer network or we want to sell directly. You know, what is possible? Can we split the transactions between different, you know, if someone's buying something, can they buy a bunch of add-ons and then they get split to different sections of the company? Um, questions like exploratory questions about what is possible. Um, and then another another question that we get asked um quite uh, I've had quite a few conversations about it is about um, tokenization and what's possible with that so so tokenization is when um, the the payment details so um, say for example I buy something my card details are tokenized they're turned into a a secure token Um, and and automakers 
and other companies, but it's something that I've seen come up in, in this sector especially, are interested in what can be done with that. So if you buy something from one part of the, um, of, of say you buy a car, for example, and then your car details are tokenized, can that token be transferred to other parts of the company? So when you go to buy something else, are your kind of card details essentially be saved so you don't have to enter it again? And um, and and I think where we're sort of seeing this is you, you see all the big car um, manufacturers, they have their own app, they have their own pass, and some of them are quite advanced and developed. Some of them are just there. But what they want to do is this is, you know, your this is your passport to this car and then anything you want to buy you can buy it through there and um and and so you know blue snap we do um power the payments for a few of these um and and so you know we've sort of seen um this particular area and and you know kind of i think with automakers they are really interested to see how can they increase and retain um existing customers the and the the spend and the loyalty and the journey that those customers have you work with both automakers and dealers how are their needs different what i've seen is so with automakers they like to own the customer they want a uniform experience they have a minimum standard that they want all of the uh, across the board you know and it's sort of and this minimum standard is is a high standard it, it's there's sort of you know they like at least from what i've seen a um a, a certain level of customer experience and and also having that direct relationship with the customer as well and i think with the dealers their requirement is a much more localized experience so they wouldn't be if if it's a say for example a Dutch dealer they won't be okay with just cards, um they want ideal in there for example and and also the other thing with dealers these the, the, the dealers are, are people that own their own business and they are in different locations different sizes family businesses fr franchise you know it's it's a it's a real mix so it's really difficult to um it's not one size fits all. And you'll have some dealers in some remote part of, um, say, Spain, for example, and they, they aren't interested in going online. They, no one, none of their customers will buy things online, for example. So, so it's taking all of this into consideration. And then you might have other dealers that are in, in, in the city centre that just want everything online. And, uh, and, and so I think what you really need to do is, um, again, understand what their requirements are and it isn't one size fits all. And, and if there is something that needs to be rolled out across all dealers, how can it be something that, um, that benefits all the dealers, that meets their requirements, that makes things, if, if they're, say, a little bit reluctant to go online, how do we make it easy for them um, and straightforward and, um, and without it being a big admin headache for them? So So it's sort of... I think those are the two differences, but the best automakers are the ones that listen to their dealers. Um, I think that kind of goes without saying, you know, it's they provide them with, they provide their dealers with that lo local checkout experience. Their priority is to give their dealers those local payment methods, local currencies, make the flow as easy as possible for their dealers. Um, and, and that's where we see a really nice, 
um, balance and, and, and a nice flow. You're right in the middle of this area, which can be a tension area, but it also could be a great area of collaboration. Could you give me maybe a, um, a success story about how two sides that maybe seem to be adversarial at first became quite open to the fact that, hey, this can work for both of us? Um, I think I have, I, I think it, this goes back to what I was saying is when, when the automakers listen to their dealers um, and, and it isn't, and they don't have the attitude that it's one size fits all and they, um, and, and they work hard to make things as simple and easy as possible for the dealers. And that, that's when we see the, the, the positive results and the, I guess that, that those are the success stories when it is. When you have that communication and 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 Blue Snap as a as a payment provider, we are we have we can get as involved or as uninvolved as our customers want us to be. So we can have all hands on deck available to run through things with the dealers directly. Or if the automaker wants to handle that relationship, they can do that with our support. And um, and I think it's um, I think in terms of success stories it is just having that communication and having that um having that openness but really having an automaker that listens to their dealers is 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 crucial it sounds like uh, something that seems so simple but yet sometimes isn't nikita thanks so much for joining us today for the automotive news europe podcast Thank you for having me. Thanks. Lovely speaking to you, Doug. We reached Nikita Hyatt at her office in London. If you have an idea for a future podcast or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me at dbolduck at autonews.com. For breaking news, please visit europe.autonews.com. You can listen to this podcast and a wide range of others from the Automotive News Group on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or on our website at europe.autonews.com. That wraps up this episode of the Automotive News Europe podcast for September 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at AE. Thanks so much for being with us. We hope you'll tune in again soon.